everyone, and welcome back to the Heart of the Bison podcast. I'm your host, Jake Stutzman, along with my beautiful bride, Jen. Hi, guys. And we are here to bring you another episode. Yeah. So just chill to the next episode. Oh, well, I was just, when you said my beautiful bride, I was just laughing because I am just rolled out of bed here this morning. You look cute. Thanks, man. Well... When I was thinking about doing the episode, that that line from Snoop Dogg's, uh, I don't even know which song it is, but that Snoop Dogg line, chill to the next episode, came to mind. And then it also brought me back to my identity, because we're going to talk about identity today. Are you just trying to prove again from our last episode that I don't know hip-hop? No. Is that what you're trying to <laughs> prove? No, I think everybody knows that for the most part. Oh, really? You know anything that was danceable in the 90s, but that's about it. <laughs> um, me, on the other hand... Honey. Uh, on the other hand, I was uh, fully ingrained in hip-hop. Do not, you have pride in that? Not hip-hop culture, uh, as much as I wanted to be, because um, I lived in the suburbs in <laughs> Lincoln. <laughs> But I did take on that as my identity uh, through a lot of school. And I was just, you know, we were talking, saying we were going to talk about identity today. And I was thinking about what all the things that my identity has been in. And it's it's been in so many things. Um, You know, when I was a kid, I went from phase to phase. And it was usually based on the movies I was watching, um, movies or cartoons. Uh, depending on the age. And, you know, like my mom said, I have my Batman phase and my Superman phase and my Spider-Man phase and my ninja phase and whatever other phases. And I I realized that that really didn't stop when I was a you know, kid. It continued through high school where I basically had my gangster rap phase, mm-hmm. which lasted way too long. Um, lots of useless... Lyrics um, still ingrained in my brain, mm. um, hence the Snoop Dogg yeah. quote. And then, you know, realized that really I've kind of kept that going, um, you know, through my whole life where there's always this kind of temptation to have my identity in something that is not it's just real. A, it's or just it's, a temptation or it actually happens. <laughs> It's maybe a little bit of this both. is this is where you and I are so different, like where we clash and are so different because you do have you go from one phase to the next and you don't love reality. That's part of your artistic mind. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know if this is true, but I think because we're married, I have grasped even more to reality trying to ground Trying to ground, ground us. Mm-hmm. I'm just up in the clouds. Yeah. And you're just mm-hmm. trying to pull me down. Why are you trying to pull me down? Because I I don't know. I I don't get into that stuff, but I do change all the time. You and know? I think you do. You just yours yours doesn't maybe, fluctuate like mine okay, does. Okay, maybe it is that I'm wanting you to ground me, but because you're not then I feel like I have to. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> well, let's talk about what should be our grounding, and, and then we can you know, laugh about the other phases, because mm-hmm. I want to talk about your phase, because you do have identity and other things, too. Okay, well, I'll let you point them out right not here. As, not as drastic as mine, perhaps, but I think you have some, some other uh, identities. Anyways, uh, 
you know, I think what we're trying to get to here is that our identity should be in something that is everlasting, that is eternal, that is fully, Mm -hmm. uh, a fully strong foundation Mm -hmm. for us to build our lives on. And we know that that the only thing is Christ. Well, and I think you and I, well, I'm not going to speak for you so you can speak for yourself, but for me at this stage of life, I am finding more than ever that I have built my identity, not on the rock and in many different areas Mm -hmm. and it's all kind of crumbling Mm -hmm. and it's, and that's where we've talked about this, I think before, but that's where that midlife crisis I think comes in at about our age. Um, And I think it's good for us to talk about and for all of us to think about and step back, take that aerial view of your life and where are you, where are you off? Where are you putting your identity in the wrong thing? Cause you're going to be so disappointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been so disappointed in the things I've asked to be my identity. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say some of the things that you've tried to build your identity on or, or tried to have identity in? Well, for me, it was a idol of family, motherhood, being a wife. What about a, earlier? Annie Oakley? Healthy family. <laughs> no. Annie no, Oakley? No, or, that uh, wasn't. I mean, I, I still have an idea of what I want people to think when they know me or see me, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> which is a mix of, of several things. But I definitely want to be you know, a little bit of the Annie Oakley, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what else, what's your ideal picture then? And and what is it based on? Is it based on things that you've seen? A little That's bit, what? a little bit mysterious, but, and a little bit rebellious, oh. different than what most, you know, women or mothers would be. <laughs> and Do you want to find your identity rustic. in being rebellious? Well, you know, I guess so, actually. If, that kind of goes back to done. the black leather pants and from your senior pictures. Let's not talk about those. Well. I don't know where those came from. They need to be burned and never <laughs> seen again. Um, well, hey, they, they hooked me. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I was trying to think this morning back through all of my different identities. And I feel like I've, you know, kind of had my identity in, in a lot of different things, Um you know, being able to do a lot of different things. But for you, I'm just going to, for you, it's where you're succeeding. Oh yeah. So if you're, if you're struggling in an area, it's gone. You don't think about it. You don't talk about it. But if it's something that you're going to succeed in or do well, or it's going to make you feel good about yourself, you are, you jump in with both feet and both arms and full body into that phase, whatever Mm. that is. And everything else can just fly away. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yep. uh, I've been married to several different men. Have they all been cute though? Yeah, they've okay. all been cute, Good. but very um, different. All right, so tell me. And I didn't know when I married you because I remember telling my mom because she was asking me things I loved about you before we got married that what I loved about you, and I'm like, he's so stable. <laughs> I just love thinking about that. He's so even keel, but you're not. Since we've gotten married, you're very emotional and moody. And I've had to learn to to ride that with you. I didn't expect that at all when we got married. 
Well, I because I, I already we got married, yes, so you basically were, you yes, infused you that into me. No, obviously, I was that way. <laughs> so again, I was grasping onto you, hoping you would ground me, because I was the roller coaster. And yeah. So you were putting some of your identity in me. Absolutely. Oh man. I was totally Bad planning investment. on you. You know, grounding the insanity I was living out in my brain. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's so many things that we want to put our identity in, right? Like for guys, it's usually like, you know, sports or career or, you know, just money in general, like status, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, kind of fulfilling a role either in high school or in college, you know, kind of being a certain kind of dude. Um, girls, it's in oh, other things. Girls, typically. it's definitely more in visually what you're seeing in them. And that's, you know, there's so many things that our culture now gives us to grab onto for identity, right? I mean, not to mention, you know, social media and stuff that shows you kind of what you are missing out on Mm -hmm. or what you should be doing or all of those kind of things that you can, you know, try to keep up with. I mean, you know, you can, you can basically like live, inside of a hashtag, you know, where you find this theme that you're really, you know, onto. Mm -hmm. And it's like everything, you can literally fill your whole stream with that, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's what you're watching on YouTube or what you're, you know, filtering social media on or what you're watching. You know, I, I've always been a person who gets really embedded into movies, you know, and characters and things like that. You know, obviously all the superhero phases I had as a kid, but even like I'll see a cool character, you know, in a movie and I'll be like, oh, that's kind of like, I kind of feel like that character. <laughs> like, you know, like. This is another way where you and I are so opposite because Jake has great focus in a, like if, if you read a chapter and I'll be like, can you summarize that for me? You can just do it. You focused in, you you retained all that information. You watch movies that way. And I'm so not that way, mm-hmm. probably because I do have ADD and it's just bouncing all over the place. Jake hates watching movies with me because I'm pausing it and I'll be like, hey, what do you want for breakfast in the, tomorrow morning? And he's like, oh my gosh, why are we stopping the movie right now? This is an intense part. And I'm like, well, I have no idea what's going on. I haven't even paying attention. He's like, what have you been doing the last 40 minutes? I'm like, I don't know. Thinking about other things, doing laundry, I get up and do stuff. So it's, this is where, this is why I think you can fully throw yourself into something because you have true focus, something that I don't have in, I don't think any area of my life, maybe Mm. a few, but you, you can like focus like nobody I know into something. But I do, it's because I want to, I'm trying to escape into it part, partially, you know, and so with movies, I'm, you know, I'm. I'm looking for something to attach to and, and, you know, enjoy obviously and, and get the full kind of entertainment value out of the thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on the dangerous side of it, like I also look at characters and I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll try that. Or, you know, be like that. Or, you know, whether it's an attitude or a, you know, like I'll watch like chef movies about chefs. And I'll be like, all right, like, I would love to be a chef. Yeah. And, and so like, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch a movie with Jake and I know tomorrow I'm going to be married to a chef. So <laughs> this is going to be great. Okay, so we've talked about where you and I both are kind of with where we struggle with our identity. But where's the problem in that for you and I? 
to be, you know, you're 40, I'm 38, to be at the ages we're at and still, you know, both of us either disappointed because I've, I've, at this age, I'm very disappointed in the things I have put my identity in. Mm -hmm. And for you, you're still kind of going from thing to thing. Well, and I think God, you know, destroys those idols in our lives because we, it's all idolatry, right? We, we hold up these things, even like, you know, the idea of a family that's, you know, a certain way and, you know, kids that respond a certain way and obey a certain way or behave a certain way, like, and a marriage even that's, you know, a certain way, obviously we should desire a biblical marriage and, and a biblical family and, and, you know, desire obedience and love and all these things. There's still an idol in, in like holding this up as a, Oh my gosh. Yes. Such an idol for me. Huge idol. And God destroys that because of the pride that we've put in, in that. I mean, I know that we, you know, we had our identity in kind of our parenting style somewhat, you know, especially when our kids were young and, I think I didn't ever feel that. Well, you've said that before. I didn't ever feel that. I wanted to do what we were called to well, and I took the role of motherhood really seriously. I didn't feel that was like our form of parenting was an identity for me. I just mean like I don't know, like we were really consistent and like well, I felt yeah. like we were doing well, you know, when our kids were really young and Well, I never, once we adopted, I never felt like we were doing, Mm. I felt like a fish out of water from then on out, just begging God to give me wisdom day to day, how to continue parenting. But I think identity can go both ways, right? It can make you prideful, like it can make you prideful, Mm -hmm. you know, based on like worldly things, but it can also bring shame, right? When you Mm -hmm. have your identity in something that is false or, or, you know, life doesn't live up to the, mm-hmm. you know, kind of ideal idol that you have, yeah. right? It's, it brings shame on our life. And, and so, you know, obviously we're going to be humbled in, in one way or another. And, you know, when we are, we, we have to realize that our identity has to be in something that cannot move, you know, yes. and, and Amen. the steadfast love of the Lord mm-hmm. endures forever. And that's what we need to find our identity in is in Christ yeah. and, and what God has done in our lives. So, you know, all of these things, whether it's, you know, how we're performing or parenting or, or, you know, the roles we have or our careers or, uh, money or whatever, these things, like, these are all like pr- our mm-hmm. selfish things. They're all pride things. They're all, all really like workspace things. But if our identity can be in God's grace in our lives, mm-hmm. in, in his work in our lives, what he is doing to and through us, then that's when he gets the glory, yeah. right? Because if our identity is something of our own, like we're getting the glory, mm-hmm. so to speak. But, you know, the ideal life that we could live is, is one where God gets all the glory because mm-hmm. that's a perfect motive. Yeah. Like anything, anything that we're motivated by that is our own is an imperfect motive, but God being perfect is the only perfect motive and, and identity that we can have. And so, you know, if you're feeling shame and disappointment and all these things, like, you know, cling to the verses that, that say, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation, mm-hmm. you know, the old is gone. The new has come. Like we, we are new creations and we should live as new creations, not continue the old ways and continue to, 
you know, struggle to find identity in other things. Right. I mean, that's a constant battle for me um, to, to, you know, wake up in the morning, you know, with the life that we've built where there's a lot going on and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of stress and a lot of, you know, you know, issues to tackle and all these kinds of things. Like if my identity is in myself, like I'm immediately depressed. Yeah. But if my identity is in Christ and, and in the one who created the world, the one who created my kids, whom I want to obey me that day, or the one whom, you know, provided all the opportunities that I have with, you know, with work or whatever else, like this is where I can rest and know that God is sovereign, that he is in control, that he is, um, you know, going to take care of me, whatever it looks like it, you know, and it might be painful. It is going to be painful. You know, he, he does promise that we will suffer if we're living for him. Um, but the reward is so much greater and, and I want to wake up every day to, and find my identity in Christ as a believer and follower of Christ, as a redeemed sinner, as a man who is right in the eyes of God because of what Jesus did for yeah. me. Yeah. And if we, it's, it's a battle to drop the, what the world is feeding us because the world says the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And that our identity needs to be based in what we look like, what we do, how we perform, what the outcome is. And we're fed that day after day after day. Mm-hmm. That's why we have to, even as adults, you know, they talk about the, um, the danger of social media for kids, but it's very dangerous for adults also. And the compare, the comparing and the, what would it look like to drop what the world says? What would it look like to age the old fashioned way? What would it look like to, um, know that when we leave this world, what we leave behind is, is love. Um, and that's it. We will so quickly be forgotten when our life is over. The only thing we can leave behind is love. Right. So it's, but it is a true battle. It is not something that's just like, oh, I, I don't want to be defined by the world. Like you have to go into that spiritual battle day after day, declaring yeah. who God says you are, but also rejecting and saying no to the world. Yeah. No, I mean, you won't define me. No, I am not better because I am younger or look younger. No, if I succeed here or make this much money or my kids do this or my kids do that, I'm successful. Or if I have this job or this education, it is it is a huge battle, um, but so important for us to be willing to take on. Yeah. I just uh, a verse came to mind that I looked up here in Philippians four it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That's, I think what we need to, you know, purify our, our view. Like what, what is feeding your, the wrong identity and what's Mm -hmm. feeding the right identity in our lives? Um, you know, and make sure that absolutely, even as a mom though, you know, they, what's fed to you through social media, you know, people spend so much time on, um, it's, it's overwhelming all the things they put on there too, like the pregnancy announcement, gender reveal, nursery reveal, all these things that don't matter 
in the, in the big, you know, instead of focusing on what does it actually mean to be a mother and where should your identity lie and, um, what's ahead of you beyond those huge announcements for the world. Like the things that we should be focusing on is being missed. And then it's like you ran into a brick wall when you're actually facing what is ahead of you. Um, yeah, it's not that you can't have fun with some of those things, but it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like a wedding being the culmination of a marriage. Like right. it's not, it's like the start, right? right? Like when you get married, like then the work starts, right? right? Instead and of focusing so much on the wedding, focus on the marriage. What yeah. is it going to be preparing to suffer in marriage, preparing to suffer as a parent um, in the Lord and with joy and that, you know, that's, that's hard mm-hmm. to do. It's a message we're not hearing enough of. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to be a downer on that, but it's a reality check to. It's um, good, though, and it's right. We have to remember that part of it is good. It's right. We need to talk about it. We need to prepare for it. Don't be afraid of it. Right. And just because it's hard doesn't mean we don't do it or we scared it. Like, we can still celebrate the hard together. Because we are in a battle, right? We Mm -hmm. we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities Mm -hmm. and powers and rulers, darkness of this world. Like, that's that's what we're at war against. And if we wake up, you know, live, you know, that, that's where the reality versus the dream world of like social media is kind of a dream world, right? Like everything's, everybody's doing perfect things and it's, Mm -hmm. but we're in a fight, you know, every day and we have to wake up ready to claim our identity in Christ and, and, and fight that battle with his help, not on our own, Mm -hmm. but, but with his help and with other people. So yeah. Well, should we wrap it? Yeah. So basically, we're that we could talk about identity forever because I I feel like we're both struggling here, but it's good to be reminded where our identity should lie. But how beautiful it is when it's there. How peaceful it is mm-hmm. when we put our identity in Christ, who He says we are. When we say no to the world and drop what it says, yeah, what we need to be or have, and just say yes to God every day, being faithful to what is before us. Simple, simplifying it down, you know, yeah. it brings a lot more peace and joy to our everyday life. So I think we got it figured out, babe. Well, no more struggle here. Easy. Mm-hmm. Easy. Well, folks, we know <laughs> it's not easy. And, uh, you know, we want to encourage all of you in your, as, as you're facing your storms, you know, whether they're big or small, that you would stay in the struggle, that you would not lose heart. And that you would uh, face your storms. Mm-hmm. Trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Heart of the Bison Podcast. Join us next time. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.